0: you a fantastic guy. shoot that nigga blast uh, keep two cage uh, ain't no way i'm crashing uh, six feet in the gasket pussy nigga why you laughing Told you bitch
1: what's going on y'all it's ac and today we are in tune with lost oh, shells
0: a- what, up, what up what up
1: what up man hey man this is this is a hard working man right here somebody has been doing this for a while now you know what i'm saying stay consistent stay grinding you know what i'm saying and it's, it's been a long time coming i feel like um my It's been. I feel like you've been real consistent in your career. Like it hasn't. You never fell off. To me, to me. And I
2: appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah,
1: man. So, so tell me where where it all. Where, let's let's just start from the beginning. Then we'll get into what's going on. In the beginning, where like where are you from? You know what I'm saying. And and how did it all start there?
0: All right. So first of all, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I am from New York. You know what I'm saying Southside Queens. That's where I was you know, born and raised. I was there. So I was about like. 14. Then I moved to Long Island. But at that time, like I was doing the music, but, you know, just freestyle, just having fun. Like I didn't know I had the like ability to do music. I just did it for fun with friends just growing up. And then I moved out to PA when I was around like 16. I just left New York. You know what I'm saying it was the end of my 10th grade year. So I was like, damn, like that was the worst right there. Just growing up. Right. So, you know, when I came out here, like that's when I started like doing more music to myself because I didn't really know nobody over here. You know, so I just did that to keep to myself. Mm-hmm. So, as time like progressed, it's like now that I'm in a new school, like I'm going to Emes. I'm like, yo, I need to do something to like get my like my name out there. Cause like when I was growing up in New York, like I was led, like my family's on from being led, having parties, always turning right. up. So I'm like, I got to get like my name right. So it was my 16th um birthday actually, the the beginning of the junior year, and I threw a, I threw a house party. You know what I'm saying? Classic vibe, went around the high school throwing out flies. Like yo. I'm new to the That's town, fine. I'm having a house party. So, you know, like me being black, coming to you, man, so I'm like, right. bro, like just imagine me living in New York and my pops is like, yo, we're moving to Macungie. <laughs> it's like I'm like, Mukunji, Ma- I'm, like, I'm like, yo, what is a Mukunji? So <laughs> I'm yeah. coming to this high school, this high school's big as hell, 3,000 people, fucking, there's a swimming pool, a bank, like, bro, I'm not used to this coming from New York. Like this yeah. shit is different, mad white people, bro. Like, out of the 3,000, there was probably like 25 black people
2: there. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: We're like, <laughs> you already know, like being from this area. So yep, yeah. I had to do like something like to get in tune. So, you know, I hate out the fire. Boom. So I throw this house party, bro. Long story short, the house party was crazy. Like that's when I started to know like the whole like black community in that whole area. Like my name just got licked, like, like lit from there. Like it was like, that's when like the whole Mr. Lit started was the that house party right there
1: was that party right there was that what introduced you to Allentown or did you when you when you were in McKenzie did you already know of people in Allentown or was that your like? it's like
0: it it introduced me to like the whole humane high school but people from Allentown heard about my party
1: right right you
0: know what I'm saying so the the next party I had it was like niggas was rapping you know in the basement freestyle and like having fun and there was like a couple people from Allentown that was at the house party Mm-hmm. that I had so for me you know just joking around rapping shit again having another lit party like my name started like buzzing again like but just for being lit like yo who's this new nigga coming in to town this nigga throwing a party niggas crazy you know all that type of right. shit so my name started becoming more popular so towards like my senior year that's when um my boy um Lindell um y'all yeah, know him as Lindell or City you know mm-hmm. he moved to Emmaus and he's from Allentown so people knew him in Allentown he was lit oh, out there he went to it that's when, okay Right. And he was on um, Mr. Fresh at that time, you know, so he had a, like, a buzz. Yeah. And when he came to Emmaus, I was the lit nigga there. Mm-hmm. So when me and him became friends, I started chilling in Allentown.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. You
0: know I me mean? And then once I started coming to Allentown, I started chilling around more people, going to the house parties over there, you know, going to the park where niggas be balling, you know, just getting my face known. Right. And that's when I started, like, doing the music more because, like, my name was over there more. So that's. When the the ball just started rolling from there,
1: and so were you? Were you Lost Shells at this time? Like that—that was your name, your rap name. Were you a full rapper at that point?
0: So at that time, I was just um, I was just Shells. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just like a freestyler. Like I didn't really have songs out, you know, shit like that. At that time, that's when like me and um City we created the Piff Boys. You know, we was always in the crib rapping. You know, mm-hmm. going to like local parties, freestyling. You know, doing our own shit. You know, like right. how, you know niggas coming up.
2: Yep. And
0: at that time, like I was just shells, and at that time he was just um Streets, like that was his nickname. So, yeah. but we wasn't like on like you know putting music out and nothing like that. We was just you know building the shit up. But mm-hmm. as like time like progressed, it and we got like an opportunity to um open up for Fabulous one time. This one Crocodile Rock was yeah. like the whole thing. Uh huh. And then Fab was coming out there, and we had the opportunity to open up Fab because, like, um, City's parents like knew people that worked there and shit like that. So that's when we came up with the group Piff Boys, and then we started getting our names situated, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. But that night there was like a shootout with like Fab's team or something, and yep, boom, remember we, can, we remember that, yeah? Uh-huh. So we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't open up. So uh-huh. that was that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Okay, when when I really became like live shows, mm-hmm. and the shit started getting popping was remember Club Horizon.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And remember they was yeah, yeah. doing those, those those um open mic nights to rock the mics. Yep. That's when everything started cooking.
1: Okay. So so basically you made a name for yourself when people started hearing you spit on that on that platform basically on at the open mics.
0: Right, at the open mics, because I was already popular from the parties, you know, freestyle, all that type of shit. So right. that's when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take it to the next level and I want to start like performing in front of people. Cause mm-hmm. I never did that. I did it in parties and stuff, but not like on a stage with a mic, you know, like. Right, where everybody's
1: looking at you. Like, that's what they did.
0: Right, Mm -hmm. right, exactly. So that's when I, like, I wanted to break out my shell, you know, and really put it out there. And that's when the Rock the Mic happened. I started going there, like, every week. And I started getting real comfortable. That's when I started like writing music more, doing it to myself. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling the vibe. I'm liking the people's attention. So now I started figuring out the beats to get people jumping and shit like that. Cause I was always right. on like high energy, like party type of beats. Right, I right. was always like re- remixing shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to remix a lit beat, you know, and like get the shit going. And then that's when Rock the Mic started getting lit and all the artists just started coming out.
2: Mm-hmm. That's when
0: like, shit was like really popping back then. Like we had like um Emac and J Bugs, Peace Sanity. The whole um, fucking, what was it Dougie and the whole 500? Yeah, the 500, mm-hmm. the whole crew, the, the Glock gang. That's when we had Days, Old Head. Look. Like, bro, that's when the town was like going crazy with the music. And like, that was a perfect time, like, for me to come up in that era because at that time it was Old Head and Days Dash. Like, those were the two top right. niggas,
2: right? That's you know what I'm saying.
0: Like- and then it was Emac, you know what I'm saying? He was doing his shit with pre sanity and them. So it's like, when I was, like saw them, me and City coming out, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to be like in that crowd, like in that name, because them niggas is buzzing around the town. Right. So I started like being around them more, rapping around them. Niggas was like solidifying my shit, like, yo, you all right, boy, you like you nice. And that shit is giving me the more motivation to just keep on going. Cause like I was keeping up with like lit niggas, you know what I'm saying? At, right. at that young age. So I felt good at that time.
1: Do you feel like do you feel like your your um your parties and personality? Cause I feel like you got knowing you, you got a lot of personality. I feel like you're really good at networking, talking. To, you ain't scared to talk to anybody. Do you feel like that played a big role in your, um, your your coming up and and all the opportunities that did come your way,
0: bro? A hundred thousand percent. Because back then, it's all about. That was the era where, like, you handing out tapes, you handing out mixtapes, right, like
1: before social media.
0: Before social media, like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying what we had back in was what, like MySpace,
1: my yeah,
0: that was the literature we had. So,
1: and that piff. had to
0: be, and, yeah, and that <laughs> piff like the only way you could drop music was if it was a mixtape, you can't yep. drop no one song, you know, so <laughs> yeah, no singles, <laughs> right? And it's like that time, it's like you had to be real comfortable and real sociable with people talking, you can't be scared to be like, yo, check out my song, check out this, check out that because. Oh. If you're not doing that, nobody's going to find you. Nobody's yeah. going to hear you. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, back then, like, remember, we was downloading music on FrostWire and LimeWire.
1: LimeWire <laughs> was my shit. Fuck my whole thing, Right, you bro. feel <laughs> <what I> me? <mean?
0: laughs> so, we couldn't put that music on that platform. The mm-hmm. so only way was recording the shit, putting the shit on the CD, and handing it out to people. And you had to be comfortable, like, yo, check this out, and the, like the the most like scaredest thing to do as a per like as an artist coming up is like when you're trying to break out that shelf and you hand somebody your music and then they don't take it. You mm. know how heartbreaking that shit is.
1: You know I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I handed out a CD to someone one time. They took it, drove off, and all I seen was they threw it out the window. They ain't even listened to it. I don't know if it was my yeah. image, my shit was busted. I don't know what happened, but right, right, right away threw it out. So it's, right. it's shit like that. And the kids don't experience that no more. They just get a rejection through the through the DM. They don't know yeah. what their real life interaction is.
0: Right, exactly. It's like, they get just like, oh, check out my new song. Like, what? Like We have to be there like, yo, check this out. Bump it, what you think? You know, hand-to-hand action when people was like, bro, yep. that shit don't exist nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they yeah. go that boy. Yo, what
1: up, what up, what up?
0: City Boy Street.
1: What's good, what's good, what's good. We got we got to get him on here too. Let him know I'm gonna get him on here too.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: But um, so you did mention now that he did pop in there, you did mention Piff Boys. How did that you basically did mention how it all started, but how did it form and and get into a a bigger, you know what I'm saying, thing because it was more than just y'all two, right?
0: Right. So the way it started, you know, it was just me and City. That's when we was like in high school, and we had our group in Allentown. It was me, him, Gunner, Dizzy. Still Jones. It was like a couple people. Like that was like the uh, that was like the homies, you know what I'm saying? Like we was building our shit up. But as we got older, Lindell, he had to um he had to move to um he had to move to Texas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when he when him moving to Texas, that left me back here in the town, I'm like, all right, I gotta keep like my own buzz. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we was a duel, like we was always dropping shit together. Right. But then once, well, once he moved to Texas, I'm like, all right, now I gotta keep my shit up. So that's when I started doing my own, own music. Right. And he was holding his own weight in Texas. He started mm-hmm. his own group out there got the name lit out there, strong team, like shit was going crazy. I was doing my shit in Allentown. So with that going on, I'm like, all right, I need to make that move to Texas now because he Mm. got it way more lit over there. I'm already lit in the town. Everybody know me. So I'm like, all right, if I go to Texas, everybody going to look at me like, yo, this nigga show's making moves. Now, mind you, that time, bro, nobody was traveling like that.
1: Yep. Everybody wanted to be the best in the city. Nobody wanted to be better than that.
0: Right. So I'm like, all right, I got to do this. This is going to take me out the bubble. Bro, as soon as I went to Texas, I was lit. Everybody was on my shit. Now I'm over there vibing with City over there. It's a whole different vibe, whole different atmosphere and music. Like, bro, it changed the whole music style for the Piff Boys in general. Because we were so used to that whole New York style. But now him going down um, to the south of Texas, right, mixing that New York style with it, bro, we opened a whole new gate. So we was on the shit early.
1: How do you feel, so how do you feel about that that when it's like you in a town, you doing, you're making big moves in the town, you're doing this, doing that. And then it's like once you move, that's when people respect it. What like what do you what do you think? What's, what's the mentality or what do you feel like they do that for? Like, why do they feel like just because you leave is something different when you still grinding but somewhere else? You know what I'm saying?
0: It's like I guess it's because since we all in the same area, Niggas is like, oh, I could do that too. I could, I could top right. that. You know, it's, right. it's like, it's like, it's like when you go to the local club and you know everybody there. You cop a bottle. You see somebody else. Oh, I'm about to top that nigga and cop a bottle. And like, no, right. I, and I, everybody road. just wanna, right? Everybody just wanna <laughs> top people and shit. So it's uh-huh. like, now once you do something out there, reach. They're like, oh shit, mm. that's different. You right. know what I'm saying? Now, like, I'm doing something that you can't do. You know what I'm saying? So now they wanna look more. Now they are more worried. Like, oh, now I wanna see what this new nigga doing. back at the same time. Uh-huh. They, they want to see you fail. So they can be like, ah, I knew yep. you were going to do
1: it. And that's why they still watching. They'll, they'll still watch mm-hmm. you. They'll congratulate you. But they really like, like, I, I dealt with the same shit. So I get it. But like, right. they really just watch you until you fail. Just so they can be like, ah, look at this nigga thought he was doing something.
0: Bro, Yeah, bro. They want to see it, bro. They want to see that shit. That, they <laughs> want to see that shit. I don't know why. But they just want to see people fail. But then when you come back, then they're like, ah, oh, it was good. Then they want to work with you. They want to do all this shit because <laughs> they see the potential right. you have. Yep. Now they want to leech off your potential. Yeah. You know, but you know, for some people it works, for some people it don't.
1: So, you so do you feel like so do you feel like going down to Texas was did you move there?
0: Um I didn't I didn't move to Texas, but I was going there constantly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, out of like a year, I'll go there at least like three times, be there for at least like two weeks. so I could be in the studio, shoot videos out there, you know,
2: just mm-hmm. get like
0: the different type of vibes. And then like, when I come back, it was helping me like, as like an independent artist. And now like my buzz is bigger. So when I come to the town, niggas respecting me more, you know right. what I'm saying? People want to do features now. So it was definitely helping, but like, I never I never moved there until like, when we actually went on tour. When I went on tour, that's when like, I was like really like living in Texas. Like I was really, really out on the road. Like that's just a whole nother story, bro.
1: So when you did, you mentioned the tour. So you're going back and forth to Texas, back and forth to Texas. You're making these moves. Now, did you feel like at one point, like, obviously it was worth it, but like you going back and forth because at that time you had, you had a kid, didn't you?
0: Yeah, hey, Yeah, I had a son at that time.
1: So you're a father going back and forth, doing things for music. How was it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it worth, is it worth, you know, the time away? Like, how was that dealing with a father? Cause I'm a father now, so it's, I think different. How were you in that mindset going back and forth?
0: It's like, at at the beginning, it was like hard because like my whole family was like, yo, like you can't be doing this right now. You are too young, you gotta take care of your child, like all of this, but then at the same exact time, like that was like my chance at life to make something. You know what I'm saying? Like with the music, like that was like my big opportunity right there. So. I had to explain to my family, like, and my baby mom, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be there for my son regardless. But, like, if I miss out on this opportunity, I'm always going to be sitting here like, damn, what if, like, I'm right. going to be mad. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to go through that, raising my son and, and having doubts and being miserable. So mm-hmm. it was better for me to just get that off my chest. So right. at least I know, like, you know, like, I, I did it. I got it out the way. So I, I don't got to worry about nothing when it comes to my son. Now I'm focus on my son because exactly. I did what I had to do. So, mm-hmm. like, when my son grow up, I can explain to him, like, listen, there's going to be a time in your life, like, you're going to have to go and do you. Right. And disregard, like, everybody else, because you only get that chance, like, once in a lifetime. It's like, really do you yeah. and not worry about nobody else. hmm So, if yeah. that's just knocking at that door, you got to take it, because once it's gone, it's gone.
1: And that's the thing about this rap game and, and anything, like, that's in this industry is, like, th- when the opportunity is there, you got to take it and you got to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a big sacrifice, too. And and for you to still have that relationship and everything is good, it's, it seems like it was worth it. Like, everything you plan to do, it happened the right, right way, and it, and it worked right. out for you.
0: Yeah, because, like, now, like, me taking that, that sacrifice, like, look where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, now my boy is solidified out here. He got things going. And now I can come back without having any worries and, like, have this whole opportunity out here in L.A. and do all of this. Like, and if I didn't go on tour and do all of that, he would have looked at me like, damn, like, He's not taking shit serious, so he knows, Aye. like, I'm willing to take the chance with shit, so mm-hmm. he always keep me informed, like, yo, I got this going on, I got that going on, like, I know you could do it, but at the same time, I know you can't, but I just want to let you know the opportunity is there, so at least when someone see you take that opportunity the first time, they're going to give you other chances, because they know you're serious about it. shit, so, so and that you, definitely helped.
1: When you did go on that tour, what, what was the tour, was it from... It was only in state in Texas. Like, what was that tour, and who was All the tour right. with? Like, explain the whole the whole shit. A lot yeah. of niggas don't go so, on tour, so go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was like the best music experience of my life. The way how it started, bro, I will never forget this shit. Actually, now that I think about it, bro, we went on two tours.
1: In that same one,
0: and and like and like six months apart. The mm. first time we went on tour with Bone Thugs and Harmony.
2: Mm. Yep.
0: then it switched over and then like probably like eight months later we went on tour with caskey
2: mm-hmm. yep.
0: so with bone thugs and harmony the way how that should happened bro yeah, that's crazy chillin- that's- bro sometimes <laughs> it's me repeating the shit i'm like yo i really did that
1: this shit is crazy that's legends
0: like i really did that you know what i'm saying so i'm chilling in the crib this nigga city call me he's like yo bro you're not gonna believe what happened i'm chilling with bone thugs and harmony right now i'm like nigga shut up like out of all people <laughs> he tell me, you tell me both, he's like no nah, bro i'm dead ass this nigga um this nigga crazy needed some loud and the one manager i be plugged with that i be doing shows with at south padre he told he um he gave him my number and, and i met up with these niggas and after i gave him the bug we was chopping it up smoking and i played them my music and he played them like three songs about a third song they was like yo little nigga you nice like we want you to rock with us that's crazy so when he's telling me this on the phone, I'm like, no way. Then he put on the FaceTime and I see these niggas. I'm like, oh shit, he's really with these niggas. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. bro, this is crazy. So he did like a little, like, um, he did like a little one-week tour with them in Texas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: After he did that, they hit him back up next month. It was like, yo, we're going out on tour right now. Boom, we want you and your team to rock out. It was like, all you gotta do is pay for your way to come, but you're gonna be our solidified open up, like y'all gonna open up for mm-hmm. other a 15 minute slot.
1: That's fire, oh. cause you know they bring that crowd and they are selling out,
0: bro. When I'm talking, bro, I'm talking. We done touch stage with fifty thousand people, <laughs> I'm, bro. I'm looking at this shit like no <laughs> way. I'm, bro. I was with legends, bro. I was at with that
1: legends. time. So let me ask you. So that was at that time, and I want, I want to be, I want to have a real answer here. At, at that time, did you feel like this is like something that? it's like, like, I, I finally caught my break. Or was it like, like, I don't know. Like, was it a, do you feel like accomplished at that point? Like, like I did this shit. Like, how did that, like,
0: it's like, at that moment, it was more like a surreal shit. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like we made it, but yo, we have an opportunity to make it. Right. This is like, yo, we get to show out what we want to do. Like, yo, we about to. Be on, like, big stages with legends and bumping shoulders but like, people in the industry. So, like, right. that was a whole different experience. So once I flew out to Texas, met up with these niggas, and we drove to the first show, we meet up with them, go backstage, bro. I'm like, yo, this shit is, like, we really fucking <laughs> here, bro. Like, I, I at that point, I didn't even care, like, to be an artist. I was a fan. I'm like, Come yeah. on. at that time, I was, like, well, like, 20, maybe? Uh-huh like, 1920, so, like, I'm still young, and I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, people yeah. back to, nigga, they getting catered food, they smoking, they got bottles everywhere, bitches. You see mad famous people just walking in and out, like, I remember That's one time crazy. I saw Twista, I mm-hmm. saw, um, I saw Too Short, I saw, um, Busta Rhymes, like, just, on, just on there, that like, tour? yeah, on that tour. That's crazy. Who else <laughs> I, saw? I, met, I met Daylight one time, mm-hmm. um, who else, um, DJ, um,
1: Damn, what's that D- DJ Kid, DJ Kid Supreme? Hmm, for real? Yes. Wow. And that's and yeah. So being on a tour with with people like Bone Thugs and Harmony, you're gonna run into that because they solidify legends, like right. even legends, like and and to be on that. So when you when you about to get on stage, what what like you said you were you were kind of fanning out a little bit. Well, when you about to get on stage to perform, were was it nervous? Like were you were you like oh <laughs> shit, I'm ready, or were you?
0: I'm not going to lie, two of the songs, bro, I was just, like, the hype man, so mm-hmm. I was just more like, yeah, one, like, you know, like, doing yeah. that type of shit, so I didn't really have to, like, perform, perform, like, one okay. of my lyrics, because, like, we just had to make sure, like, like, the first, like, four, like, um sets we had, they gave us, like, eight minutes, so mm-hmm. we had to make sure we did, like, two good songs, you know what I'm saying, not, like, right. too much, you know, so it was mainly City, but it was, like, other piff boys on the hook, and then we would be, like, the hype man, like, amping right. it up, mm-hmm. so... That's what we was figuring out, because at that time, it was like eight of us. Yeah, it was eight Wait. of us. So we was mad deep. So at that time, it was more fun, like learning how to like get the crowd and like trying to like learn people to the first right. the first show, it right. was hard as hell to interact with people to get them to like bounce with us because they right. didn't know us. they're looking at. us like, OK, these are the opening acts like fuck these. Niggas. Right, exactly. So that was just our chance to just learn like, OK, what the fuck we got to do to get people to look at us and not right. look black and stupid, you know? Uh
1: huh. So it's good to have that experience, though, because on the next one, then it's like, okay, now we know what to do. We know how to control this side, this side, this side.
0: Right, because with the Caskey tour, that was more us. Like, we had more free range, like, to Mm -hmm. be us, like, do our music. Like, that's when we was wilding out. Like, that's when, like, we had fun. The Bone thugs and harmony tour, that was more like a humble experience Mm -hmm. to learn shit and, like, move proper. Like, when you out, like, moving state to state, like, networking with people, learning how to do merchandise and, like, all that type of shit. We was just literally just driving, just show to show, like performing like two or three songs and just learning the game. We didn't know how to like market our clothes and learn how to brand and do all this type of shit to bring more attention to our name. We was just learning the game at that time.
1: So you were able to see, like they had their own merchandise team and marketing team on set and you were able to see how they moved and shit?
0: Yes, bro. We Uh, learned all, bro. When I say that's where the money is at on tour.
1: Oh yeah, fuck yeah.
0: That's where it's at. Show money and merch
1: money, is. that's where it's at.
0: Bro, they were selling t-shirts for $50. Yes,
1: sir. And and they were buying
0: selling hats for $60, wristbands for $30. Like, and we (laughs) looking at this shit like, yo. And then when we like with the people, is like, and we like, we seen how they like doing the merch and everything. And like, it was like some like some days on tours, we was helping out with the merch, selling their clothes, you know, shit like that too. the game. So Mm -hmm. when we saw how that was coming in too, we learned like, okay, this is what we gotta do when we go on tour, when we brand the Piff Boys name and That's how we're going to make our bread, because as an independent artist, a lot of people don't know, like, at that time, those tours, you got to buy into them shits. Yep. You can't just, they're not going to sponsor you.
1: But that's the the thing, though. When you do shit like that, it's like, when there's an opportunity like that, a lot of people Mm -hmm. would turn it down and be like, oh, I need, like. Like thinking they somebody like, oh, no, nah, I need I need like at least a thousand for this. Like, but it's like right. literally an experience like that. You can't pay for it. Like, that's something that God brought that to you. Like, you got to exactly. take it and run with that shit.
0: Right. Exactly. Because like, if you my thoughts on that. Yeah, bro. Like, if you don't have a label behind you, like back then, like, you know, like when this was before, like, Young and Man and Bobby Shmurdy and them got shit crazy, like independent artists. Like back then, it's like with the tours is like everybody, they all under a label. So the label was funding the tour. Right, so right. The way they pay that money back, what a lot of people don't know is with the merch. And when you know when they pay for yep. when people want verses, you know shit like that. That's how they get their bread back. But when yep. you're independent, you gotta fund yourself all the way. Traveling expenses, staying places, eating, yep. all that type of shit. You gotta come out of pocket. But you just gotta learn the business to make your bread back. Because yep. remember, bro, back then, bro, niggas wasn't making money off streaming and all that type of shit. I don't know. You, it's hustling, bro. It's hand to hand transaction. That's how you have to make your bread.
1: You so, do you feel like that's like, so now it's more digital. Everything's digital. Everything's over the phone, everything. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it was easier back then, you know what I'm saying, to do it that way? Or is it easier now to make money on music? Or was it easier back then to make money off of music?
0: It's like this. If you don't know the cheat codes mm. and how to do it now, it's going to be hard. But if you know how to do it, that shit is easy as fuck. Mm-hmm. You just need to know how to do it. But some niggas is stingy with the cheat codes because once everybody figures the shit out, shit's going to go Yeah, business.
1: And then 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 it starts to get less money for, for shit. Then you start getting less right. money because now everybody's in it.
0: Exactly. But it's like, I would say now it's easier because like I'm learning some of this shit. I don't know everything 100%, mm-hmm. but the basics, it's definitely easy to get more. It's definitely easier to get money than how it was mm-hmm. before. Because now with social media, you could now you like you like what IG is like, if you have a lit lit enough IG, you really don't have to pay for promotion.
1: Right. Exactly. You
0: just if we have, a, have a
1: good personality.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for instance, like I'm gonna give a prime example, bro. LG is. Yeah. His personality is so fucking lit, bro. He's selling himself.
1: Yep. And on it's social, social media. So easy to sell yourself because it's like you only being you. All you got to do is be you.
0: Right. And his personality is just so fucking amazing. It's like mm-hmm. now, like you marketing yourself, it's easy for you to sell your music. Now, if you don't have that type of personality, it's going to be hard for you.
1: Yeah. You got to put more work uh-huh. in. Yeah. Right. Be- but like
0: back then, it was more hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Like your hustle, it will like prove you more like your lyrics. Like, you know what I'm saying? The way how you like carry yourself, like, that was enough. Now, well, you need to have the personality and you need to have swag drip. You need to have all, yeah. you know,
1: the whole package.
0: Right. You got to have a starter kit. Right, exactly. And if you got that lit fucking starter pack, bro, you golden. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. some people, they're figuring out the source. You know what I'm saying? Like, city, you figured it out now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, once you figure the shit out, the shit becomes easy. Yep. So that that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, I'm, I'm older in the game, but I'm happy that I went through that shit like back in the day. So it's right. like, it humbled me more. Mm hmm. So I'm not scared to show my personality because I don't did it. I already know how to network and be with people on rock a stage. But I guarantee you one thing that's completely different. These new niggas, I guarantee you, they don't know how to perform.
1: Right. And especially now, like the new artists that are coming up within the last two years, like. Right. It's going to be tough because once when they get on that stage, that's like you said, that's where the money's at. So once they get on that stage and people don't fuck with it, they're going to be like, um, exactly.
0: Cause some people don't know how to rock the crowd. You can rock social media, the camera. Right. That's cool, but mm-hmm. you're gonna be able to do that shit in front of thousands of people and keep that energy and be up and do the meet. Like yep. that's the shit. That's different. That's why I'm happy I got that experience. You know what I'm saying? So
1: right.
0: it makes it a little bit easier for me transitioning into like how music is now.
1: And also, like you said, you you threw parties and stuff like that. That's kind of. Um, how I met you like in person, I knew of you, but how I met you in person was I, I went to a couple of your parties and all them shits are movies that I've been to all them shits are right. So how, like, how much did that play in your rap career with having the, the, the littest parties? Like everyone will pull up.
0: Like it helped a lot because my cheat code back then was when I had a lit ass party, I shot a music video.
1: Mm-hmm. I was actually at one of those. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like people that been at the party, they was like, yeah, that nigga's lit. But then once you see the video, everybody's like, yo, I remember that party. I was there. Everybody yep. want to share it off the rip because they was at the party. Like, oh, oh, that was me that right there. there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So that shit helped me out a lot. So all the mm-hmm. time when I told niggas like, yo, I'm having a party. Niggas like, oh yeah, he might shoot a video. I'm about to get lit. The bitch like, everybody's gonna come. Everybody's gonna want to show out now because they know my shit's gonna be lit. So that shit helped me out so much because like my face and then the buzz like it was just like perfect timing at that time. Like niggas wasn't throwing house parties at that time. Like if it wasn't right. the club, bro, it was my crib. Like niggas right. know like, oh, cells so throwing a party, Me over there. Like bro, like my parties is legendary. Like I remember my one, yeah, you was you was at that house party, bro. It was over three hundred people in the backyard. Yep, remember like 15 state troopers pulled up. Yep, that's when I left. The party still did not get shut down. Yep, we and had I like oh, bro, we had like over 50 bottles. Nigga, we had people from Easton, Jersey, Allentown, Whitehall, <laughs> Bethlehem, like uh, Straussburg, yeah. Redding, Kutztown. Nigga, I had everybody there.
1: And whoever's listening, like when he's telling you this, like I was there, and is literally everybody was there. Like, it was so many people in the back. Like, like when the cops bro. came people was running into the trees and shit in the back. Like
0: Everything, bro. <laughs> niggas was running everywhere, bro. Everywhere. Yes, sir. And the crazy thing is, they left and then they came back and the party was still yep.
1: lit, bro. Yep. I was about to say, I, when I left, I came back. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. a fact.
0: And the best thing about it, is, bro, I got the footage. That's why I'm so happy I got them old school footage. Niggas could see it, bro. Like, when it comes to the parties, like, I really do this shit. That's why I know, like, once I get on with this music bro, it's over for these niggas in the industry. Like my, like I done thrown like parties with literally nothing. Mm-hmm. So imagine me with a name in the back.
1: Right. That's gonna be like how Rick Ross throws a a, a pool party every year.
0: Nigga, you be right? on that type See how Rick Ross did the whole coming to America at his crib, bro. No, that's different.
1: That's different. He got like two point five mil off of that.
0: Bro, I'm not even trying to. Bra- I'm not even trying to brag, bro. I have a crib in Africa, no cap. I have a whole resort and everything. When I say when <laughs> shit get right, bro, I'm gonna do something crazy, bro.
1: Hell no! What I'm the everything.
0: fuck? Yeah, bro, I'm not playing, bro. When I say I'm Mr. Let, like I'm serious. Like now, I'm figuring out the shit. I'm like, all right, I just gotta do shit to blow people's minds. So, bro,
1: yeah, that's different. So, so you're originally from Africa?
0: Yes, I'm. I'm a hundred percent African. I'm from West Africa, Senegal.
1: So before New York, you were in Africa.
0: My both of my parents were born there.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: My parents were born there. My dad came when he was like 25. Mm-hmm. He he was working, built his shit up, and then he started bringing um his brothers down. Then he married my mom out there, brought her down here, got the papers situated, you know. So uh, like on some like on some real African shit, like like really really African, bro. Like that's crazy. crazy. You gotta yeah.
1: live in Africa. That's that's some different shit. Niggas can't say yeah, that, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, I I speak African fluently. I speak Wallow fluently. I speak French. You know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm real diverse, but like I don't get the chance to talk about it too much because you know like in music like it's hard because niggas want to hear the lit shit the party shit that's the one thing that fucked me up because i was so doing the party shit so much i ain't get to really get the chance to let people know like who i really am mm. i think they were so focused on mr lit
1: you know you know the rapper d smoke yeah so he rap and he do spanish too like nobody would have knew like he, yeah like, i feel like if you throw a couple of the the, the african french shit in some of your bars like Niggas will be oh what the f-? like that's some but you want to know something
0: <laughs> crazy. I have something releasing this summer like that.
1: Hell no. I really do. There we go. And that's that's an exclusive right there. <laughs> you
0: got the exclusive first, bro. Like you got the exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Like, like no cap, bro. No cap. I might fuck around and record like the shit either like this weekend, because you know I'm out here with the whole LA vibe. Link me up with a great engineer. I mm. got the studio on deck, all access. So now I, I get the free range so this myself, and now being in LA, I'm, I'm bro. I'm about to catch a whole different vibe. So you know the gas on this fire. Right. I'm about to be on the
1: zaza. Uh huh. About to
0: make magic happen. You feel I me. Mean?
1: And that's dope that you're still traveling. Like, you're currently right now on this interview in Cali. Like Cali, like,
0: fast.
1: And that's dope that you're still able to get out because traveling in this is so important. Because when you travel, you meet more people, your network grows, and like you said, like you have a studio set up already. Like that. Like that is what artists need to see. Because right. that, like, staying in a town and just trying to get popping in town is cool, but like when you get out and start getting outsourced and doing, that's where that's when the shit yes. starts to go up.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, like you get to branch out and like you get to experience new things. Because when you stay in, like, like wherever you are as an artist, if you just like staying in your towns, like you just gonna stay in that pocket. You're gonna stay in that bubble. You're not gonna be able to branch out and like you know do different things. You know what I'm saying like if you just stay in that box, that's the only box you gonna know. Right. So you know. You just gotta, you know, jump into different boxes, you know what I'm saying, try different shit. So it's definitely good to travel as an artist, be on the move, like, you can't be, like, staying in one place. You get an opportunity to go somewhere and network with people, like, just go because you're gonna catch a whole different type of vibe, like, different people. And, like, the good thing about being an artist and traveling is, like, when you meet in those different people, they're going to give you honest opinions because they don't know uh, you.
1: Exactly. I was going to say that, too. That's And when you meet people like that, because all your people would tell you is fired. Just, you know what I'm saying? it's too many yes men, but the, it's because they love right. you. But right. uh, when you get to meet people that don't know you, they give you that real shit and you can take it back with mm-hmm. you. Like, Right. Like, there's more to this shit. There's more than just, you know what I'm saying? These people telling me, it's like, there's people out there that's honest that never heard me, that can give me shit to help me elevate my career instead of just staying in mm-hmm. that, like you said, if you're in the same box, you ain't never going to know another box.
0: Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I love that criticism from other people, bro. It's like, you just learn, like, a lot of new things. like And it's different ears. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're hearing different things. You're like, oh, try this, try that. You know, so that's why, honestly, that's why I'm out here, bro. Like, I never really got to just record and, like, be like an artist, like in LA. Because before, like it was just being on tour, you know, just going city to city, you know, just right. doing a show, you know, just having fun and just out to the next shit. So right. this is the first time I really get to sit down and enjoy it. So do you feel and like so, you're the most
1: do you feel like you're the most locked in that you've been in your career right now?
0: Right now, yeah. Because
1: independent my, like my, you
0: like me, I feel like I'm getting back to that pocket where I needed to be. Mm. Like I needed to be there. I always held back my music. Like, I, I like I've been sitting on almost like I'm sitting on like three albums, bro. Shit. But I never release it because I'm always like holding back like, oh, Jeff. like, you know, but now it's like after like I just had a daughter, you know, I just got oh. married. So like the blessings is coming more. So I'm like, all right, now I feel like I got time to be myself. because I have to take care of so much. Hmm. I to take care of family and everything. Oh. So now I'm getting more free time to myself. And now I have a partner that's like that understands my ground. Like you get it, bro. Like being with your girl. Like mm-hmm. if you have that partner that understands you, but like you go ahead and do that, it makes it so much easier.
1: Yep.
0: And that's so now. Not gonna... know, so like now, like I, I I feel more comfortable. Now it's like I don't feel like I gotta oh. walk on eggshells, you know. Now mm-hmm. I can be like, all right, she's telling me to go ahead and do this. Boom. Like, all right, now I now could go and do my thing. I don't gotta worry about back home. She's holding it down. Now I could just be myself again. Yeah. So that's now that's why I feel like I'm in that pocket again and I'm and I'm close. You know, now like I want to release music, like I want to shoot videos, like I want to do this, like I want to get back on the scene. Like I'm seeing people move it. I'm like, all right, I could dab like in here perfect now. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like I'm not worried about too much shit, you know, like
1: exactly. It's it's everything's yeah. taken care of. And when and that feeling right there of just not having to worry about too much because you got a partner that's like, okay, I'll take that half off you. Now you don't got a hundred on your back, you got fifty. Yes. So I can get my, my other half popping now.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like, cool. you know, yeah. right now, like I'm, I'm loose. Like I, I could breathe. Like, okay. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could just do what I got to do.
1: So explain, explain to the people, like, cause they see Mr. Lit. They see the, they see the fly shit. They see the, um, they see the end result. Right, explain right. to the people like, because as an artist, I do know, like behind the scenes, it's there's struggles. There's, 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 um, hurdles that we have to get over. Like explain to people, like, Because they only see the end result. Explain to them the grind and what it really takes to get to this point.
0: Right. Like the the first thing, like when it comes to this grind, is like you have to believe in yourself. Mm. You have to believe in yourself. Like you can't have like that doubt. It's it's gonna come no matter what. Going through shit, people not liking your shit, your shit not coming out the way that you want it to. Some people are like perfectionists, so Mm
2: -hmm. you're gonna
0: go through a lot of struggles with doubt. That's like the one thing. So overcoming that and then just being hungry and like having like grind and having to focus and like having a dream, like you can't just like do the shit for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like before, like it was fun, you know, just to like, you know, just do it. But it's like, as you get like serious with your crap, it's like, you gotta like take the shit seriously. like you got to invest in yourself. Like you can't be cheap. Yep. You you gotta do the right things. You can't cheat yourself. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Like you cannot cheat yourself. So that's like one of the things with the struggle and, just yeah, bro, like like with me, like as an artist, is like that whole like just believing in yourself. But once you believe in yourself, like believing in a product, like you're gonna go hard. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like your favorite team. Like when you believe in your favorite team, like you're gonna ride for them no matter what. Them niggas is down by 30, you're gonna like now nah, you're gonna come back, you're gonna win. Like <laughs> if you have that same type of energy for yourself, bro, like yep. this shit is gonna make the it's gonna make the grind, you know what I'm saying, like kick up more like it's going to get it's going to get like that that wind like behind your back to push you more right you know
1: it's like you get what you give like you said don't be cheap with your career like i love that because right. a lot of people feel like just cuz they make music or make good music that people should just like it like if the right. shit don't look good it don't it isn't presented well it, you, there's no budget behind it like it, it it's just another song
0: yeah it's like you want to you want to be in that same pocket as like i look at it like this like the the person you want to compete with, if you're an artist coming up, is like those people in the industry. So mm-hmm. you see Drake, Lil Baby, The Baby, Rod Wave. You know these people like dropping like fire artwork with the crazy videos and like oh. you hear the music and like if if that shit is hit like that, your shit gotta hit like that too. So you can't be cheap with the shit. You gotta go to the right engineer. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying you gotta go to the right graphic designer. You gotta go to the right studio. You know what I'm saying like you gotta do the right shit and you gotta spend that bag because at the end of the day, it's like. You're paying all of that for yourself. You're not doing it for nobody else. This exactly. is the money you invested in yourself. Yeah. So it's like you're not gonna fucking cheat yourself and fucking go to Walmart and buy all the cheap shit all the time. Like <laughs> right. nigga, you gotta go to the good shit. You gotta make yeah. sure, like you go to like to the designer stores, you know how people are like uh-huh. treat yourself right. So you're gonna make yourself look good. If you mm-hmm. look good and you feel good, everybody else will be like, all right, yeah. Yeah,
1: because people more saying? so like, fall in love with the person over right. the music the music just come right. with once they fuck with the person you gone
0: right exactly so if you look and you treating yourself right and you putting it out there good like the shit's gonna come back good but if you out there looking on cheap like you're not caring about the shit you know then you ain't gonna get like the feedback that you want people just gonna they just gonna overshadow you like it's whatever you know what i'm saying because if you don't care that much about yourself nobody else is going to right so that's you just got to put that same type of care in your music you know what i'm saying like make sure like don't only make don't only make the music seem like, oh, it's only fire for you. Like, oh yeah, this is fire, but when other right. people are it like, uh, it's okay. But you keep on like, nah, nah, it's fire. Like, no, make sure it's fire everybody else too, you know.
1: Cause that's who's going to pay for it. You're not gonna just right. keep paying for it. Like, you gotta, right. yeah, you're exactly.
0: Like, you're not gonna make your own music and pay for the own shit and bump it all the time <laughs> right. yourself. That's fucking stupid.
1: Right. So I do I did see, um, I did notice you you're connected with um um like with the shirt you got on trap art, what is yes. trap art? And how did you, how did you get connected with trap art? What What is the whole, what is that? All
0: right, so trap art is my family's clothing line. My two cousins from um, New, um, Newark, New Jersey started it, Um, Hoffa okay. and um LA. Trap art, it stands for to really appreciate people and respect time. Mm. To
2: That's
0: really why. appreciate people and respect time. That's the okay. meaning of trap art, so. That's life yeah that's life and then with the whole clothing line the whole feel about it is just like how you get anything else from the trap you know like when you grow up in the hood and like you have like them certain places that you go to that just feel like home you know like 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 that home corner store
2: yep
0: you know like you always go there to get your soda your bag of chips whatever like that that's just home so it's like trap art is like the same thing so like when people cop it it's like you know we bring it to you like we popping it out the trunk like we like, we really from the trap, like we want you to have like that trap feel. When you come to the crib, the crib is set up like the trap, but you have like the whole clothing rack, you know, everything like, we just want like to give the people like the feel like, yo, we appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Like we want to bring this to you. Like, you don't got to like go to other places, you know, like, it's just for the people and we just want to respect everybody's time. So that's what it is with trap bars. So we're well, now with the clothing line branching out, like the shit is going crazy. We got um, Poo Shiesty rocking the shit, mm-hmm. Fatboy SFT. My cousin's actually going to Atlanta next week. He bought a um link over exclusive um mag with Atlanta. Okay. Um so yeah, so like Trap art is moving now. So now we're starting the um the music label. So now with the music label, my cousin Hoffa, he's like the CEO with the music, and I'm basically your first artist.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say because I did not notice on your on your Apple Music, um the label is Trap art under Blast right. It and Jungle. Right. So were yep. those so your first two singles under the label?
0: Yes. Actually, those are my my first two, like my own singles coming out the label, having it on all platforms, like everything like this, like last year when I started Jungle, that was like the new like the new like creation of lot shelves. like me coming into the game now. So I'm learning everything right. I'm under the label. I got the LLC right you now. I'm saying so I'm under a brand. You know, what I'm saying I'm sponsored holding the line, So So you know I'm saying I'm doing this shit the right way like that now.
1: That's fire. And that, that yeah. shows the maturity and the growth and that you weren't you weren't a dummy in all the situations you've been in. You took game from it and applied it to right. your career. Exactly.
0: Because
1: a and lot of the people best, be around this shit and don't take nothing from it.
0: Right. And the best thing is this is family based. Right. This is all family, bro. So I don't got to worry about no shicy shit, nothing like this right. is family taking care of family. So now, with me being out in L.A., and now me rocking all the trap, right? you know what I'm saying? Me branding out the gear right here now. People are like, oh, what's this? What's that? I'm in the studio. I'm linking with people. You know what I'm saying? It's cross-branding. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm bringing more attention to the trap part, but me taking care of the music side at the same time, just cross-marketing with the shit. So it's going, good.
1: And it's just going to work itself out. It's not like you got to try too hard with it. You just right. got to be you and go... and. Like you said, it's cross-branded. Anywhere you go, you doing both M- music and they're gonna see the trap or they're gonna right. know about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it gotta it got a good look too. And like you said, like you come, they come to the crib and it's set up like the trap, like it gives people, it gives people in the hood comfortability to like come through and like get it. Like they're not going to a fancy store to get it. They don't gotta right. like, like, they,
0: you, like you literally coming to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like it's either Fine. you come to the crib or we come to you. Right. No matter what, like we here, like we around. And when I say they got it lit in Jersey right now in Newark, bro, like it's going crazy, man. Like I really want people to go check it out. Trap Art Gallery on Instagram. Check out the gear. The clothes is fire. You know what I'm saying? Great quality. You're mm-hmm. gonna see it all over my Instagram. Like it's everywhere. I'm telling you, yeah, I definitely gonna love the shit. And who, who don't love the trap, right?
1: Right. <laughs> Even the you people that ain't from the trap. It's just it's just a, right. a um interesting part of the hood that's like people love it like even the suburban kids they just love it
0: like <laughs> exactly they they just want to be involved with the culture you know what i'm saying right. they just love the whole hip-hop culture so that's mm-hmm. what it is we got the store coming soon We working on getting the store in atlanta and we're working on getting the store in newark new jersey so we are working right now we're just trying to do everything right you know what i'm saying getting the game right in this have a strong brain because everything is is independent you don't need a label now you come in there with a strong brand yep. strong focus and they see you moving right, somebody going to want pieces. Somebody going to want parts. Somebody big watching like, okay, I want to invest in this company. I see them moving. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like, a lot of people don't know, what's his name? Um, Benny the Butcher.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Says, you know something I found out about him, bro? Huh. He made damn near, I think like, o- almost like $50 million before he even had a deal. And this was all fucking merch, bro.
1: That, listen, merch, I tell, bro. I tell artists all the time, like, Get your merch cause that's what's gonna pay you right away
0: i'm telling you bro benny he was in the game deep for over like 20 years this low key his strong his brand and everything is so fucking strong bro he came to the table with more money than half of the people that was offering <laughs> him bro it's like that's right. crazy so i'm like yo niggas was working backwards it's like everybody was so worried about making it and then building the brand if you yeah. would build the brand and then when you make it, it's like your brain is going to be so fucking strong. You don't need nobody else. No.
1: Nope. And that's the best feeling to go into the meetings and you controlling it.
0: Right. Right. It's like, I got this to offer. Instead of you, instead of them offering you shit, you got shit to offer. You right. got shit to be like, listen, I made this much already without you. Right. So <laughs> what you going to do to help me? And uh-huh. now look at him, bro. He came in. Boom. Yeah. Strong, bro.
1: That goes And, that, and actually, that you said, it makes sense because his merch... It's fine, like like how he got the um the Pyrex shit, like the measurements all over it, like his shit. Yes. Like that shit is f- so it, it makes sense that like he's been doing this because that's some creative shit. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like I would have never thought anybody would have had. Like, so he it's the creative mind. And that just goes to show with trap art as well. Like the um the um to have the the ski mat, I seen y'all uh, with Pooh like that was perfect for him to to have that for him, like right. it's just mm-hmm. knowing knowing when to create, you know what I'm saying, that perfect product. But, right. but yeah, not nah, everybody go check it out. Like I fuck with it. I definitely got to cop up on some shit though.
0: You got to, man. You got to. Definitely, man. We got a lot of exclusive shit. I, I would show the whole drip. But I don't want to be extra. You know what I'm <laughs> but yeah, bro. The shit is fire, man. Like try, like I, I really love the brand. Like, even if it wasn't my family shit, like this is the shit I would rock. Like, right. it's like, it's just fire is different and I, I just love the meaning, like to really appreciate people and respect time, like That's it just has a strong meaning to it itself, you know?
1: And I did want to ask you, so you do have a few songs with um, um you have a song with LG is and YP. Um yeah. and I know you've been around um Naughty a while. What is your affiliation with Young and Heartless? Um, is that your team? Are you a part of that as affiliation? What is what is your affiliation with that?
0: Honestly, it's like it's like they like my brothers. It's like my brothers' brothers. Like before it was Young and Heartless, like those was my brothers, like when Naughty had B3M, like. Yeah. I was running around with him, you know, doing the music with him. When um YP same thing coming up, like I was doing music with him, like even before like the whole ATM track. It's like I just knew them, like like we already had like our circle when it came to the music. So yeah. when 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 YHMG was first created, I was under the label, like first. Mm-hmm. But when LG was moving, Wave was moving, YP was moving, I couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm you know what i'm saying like they was at that era that sound you know what i'm saying and you know yeah. we coming from i'm all about the lyrics the bars right. bars the hype mm-hmm. the energy but this is the time like the auto tune and the swag and the melodies all that shit started coming strong so yeah. i was trying to keep up and then i started doing music like them and then i started losing myself
1: yeah you try to keep up with it yeah yeah right. happens that happens yeah
0: and that shit fucked me up bad bros to the point like even after ATM it's like, I didn't get like the big response that like I wanted. And I was like, I had to fall back for myself. So mm-hmm. I, I removed myself from the group. I'm like, yo, I don't want to be like that player on the bench sitting. And if it's time for me to score, like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just felt like I, I just wasn't there. So that's when I had to take time to myself and I started becoming more family, man. I had like shit, like with the law, you know, just like, man, mm-hmm. I had mad shit going on, bro. Just mad shit just like fucking up my whole train of thought music, like, I had the stupid writers block. like I just couldn't do it, bro. So that's,
1: I just had to fall back. It goes to show to your character though that, that you're a real nigga, because like anybody would just want to be on the bench just to say they there. You know right. what I'm saying? Just to say they're on the winning team. Like, and that's that's so real if you would even and say that and admit that, like, like I wasn't I was my fault. Time to open the door. But um, like for that to happen and you you notice it and saying, okay. Let me remove myself because this I'm I'm starting to lose myself trying to keep yeah. up with this kind of this isn't my kind of music, but I fuck right. with them. But that that's just like that's just goes to show to your character that you can say that because a lot of people would yeah. just be a part of the shit.
0: I'm telling you, bro, like in the beginning, like it hurt because like I see my niggas winning, they doing the shows, they going crazy. It's like it's like matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna give you a good ex- bro. I'm gonna tell you something a lot of people don't even know. Mm-hmm. So you remember the the PPNL show?
1: Yep, yeah, we was there.
0: When LG performed and everything like that, right?
1: Yep. Oh, had everybody singing all his lyrics.
0: Everything, bro. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to perform that night. Mm. I was. But as a group and YHMG, and we was talking about everything. It's like I even knew myself, like I wasn't there. Mm. LG and Wave was lit. And this was a time when YP was booked. But when oh, I know yep. I right, was yep. just popping, bro, like they was lit. And like, um, who is it? Um AC. He talked to me. He's like, yo, Shells, I want you to perform like everything, but and I was with YHMG with the group and everything. But like right. after we all talked about it, it's like, bro, it's like, like, Shells, like, it's just not gonna work. And I even knew it too, and I took it, I'm like, yo, fuck it. It's like I gotta get back in my bag. But it's like when I was there and I saw him perform, bro, I was so fucking happy for him. I didn't even care that I didn't even perform. Like, that's how I knew for myself. I'm like, all right, it's Son. cool. Like, these are my brothers. Like, I want my niggas to win, bro. If my niggas win, like I'm gonna be happy. It's like, bro, like I had my time. I was on tour. Like, I done did all this shit at a young age. Like, before them doing all, like, right, you know, right like, right. yeah. I, 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 I did, I did, I did mm-hmm. 20,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I did the big crowd. So, mm-hmm. this was their first time, man. Nigga, they succeeded way better than I would have. I'm like, yo, them niggas got it. I'm like, yo, bro, go. This is the torch. Like, y'all niggas got it. And me and Nadi, we knew that. Wave mm-hmm. and LG and YP, they had the torch. We gave it to them. Like, y'all niggas gotta go. And look at them now. Like, we happy. We like we yeah. made those decisions like as grown men and like no one shit could. Me and Nadi was doing the shit for like 15 years plus. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we know once you catch that win, you got to go with it. And they had it. And we didn't want to slow down the pressure. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to keep mm-hmm. it full force. So that shit worked out any, good.
1: Any local artisan that performed that night when LG went up there and, and Wave went up there, all of us, and I can, I can speak for myself, my whole team and everyone else that was there, when they seen that shit happen, that was like, yeah, like they got, it. like, this Damn. is it. Like, they the truth. Right. Like, cause ain't nobody else having that whole first, like, 10 rows singing the lyrics along with you. Like, that, that is, bro. bro, that was some different shit. And
0: that boy even went acapella. He went cappella yeah. on bro, in that, the TPL center, bro. That was, was, big. Like, that was
1: bro. big. That was big. That was big for the city to show that right. we have someone like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and it's
0: like, we, we all gotta understand, like, as like as like a like as a town as a community, but the music and shit like yo, if we have that artist, that's that's like they're knocking on that door. Help them push that fucking door down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's he's like they they right there. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter who it is because once they there, it's gonna shed the fucking light to the city. Yep. Yeah. So niggas just gotta learn that. But I I feel like some people they finally figuring the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Because now we have a lot of strong artists that are like right there. And you can't, you can't
1: ignore it at this point. People would want to ignore it, but you can't like you can't for, for a long time. You can't keep denying good shit like you can't. Right. So all the old heads, everybody else is is coming to light and starting to show. So. Like all all my support goes to, to y'all, like everybody over there doing anything like and right. so. I, um, but I did want to I do want to ask you, what can we expect moving forward now? um you you've been since you were like 15 you you, you're the party man mr lit you go and you get with nigel uh naughty b3m all them i'm just going through your whole panel right now your whole shit and then you get (laughs) you get to uh piff boys you with um you with streets you doing the whole the tours everything like your timeline is big so let me just get this off and then after that um you get with around um, young and heartless start coming up. um, The young and start coming up and shit. And now you're at this point with trap art. It's a whole new shells. Like, like what we expect moving forward now, a more more mature and business rounded shells that's been through and seen a lot of shit.
0: Right. It's like, now I'm where I'm at. It's time for me to show, like, I want to show my growth as an artist and to show, like I can hold my own weight. And it's time to remind people, like, I was him. Like, hmm. that, that was him. Like, remember shelves, Like, like there was a time like I was, like, top 10. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. it's like, I want to get back to show the full packages. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just took my time off. I got my weight off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I figured out the game. I figured out the punches. So it's like, now I'm just coming, like, full collective. Like, I'm, I'm still lit, but I'm showing you the more grown lit side. You know what I'm saying? Right. like Like, right. grown man lit. So I'm like a lot of my music, like you're gonna hear me like speaking facts, speaking about shit that I've been through, how people, you know, being fake and going through the trials and tribulations. So it's more about like that music, but it's more with a with a lit feel. Like you can sit there, you know what right. I'm saying, and like bop, but like you still feel the message. Like that's like my new goal now, like coming in. Like I, I I figured out the energy like where I'm at now. I just wanna like be like more hyper-aggressive. I wanna bring like my African feel, more mm-hmm. of that culture. So you're gonna be seeing me and more like African clothing and you're going to hear different accents coming from me now and different sounds and melodies, you know, just touching in different pockets. You know what I'm saying? Cause now the way how the music expanded, I don't got to be shy no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I could do all different types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like the sounds that are lit now, to be honest, is like I had it already. So I'm like, yo, I feel like I could do it. Like for a prime example, like mad people would be telling me this. You're like, oh, I sound like um Fabio Foreign Sound like me. Oh, I sound like Fabio Foreign. It's mm-hmm. like, look, I had that style already. Right. And, and look how lit it's down. Like, nigga, the whole... Oh, like, now yeah. look at... Um, that been That shit. You feel me? Now <laughs> you hear Pooh Strikes, you doing it. You know, all yep. of that. Like, bro, like, I, I, I had all of that. So now that I know that I had it, I'm like, oh, I could still fucking do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know now, like, yo, my style worked. Like, that style yep. that people doubted, it fucking worked. So I'm like, I don't have to have any doubts anymore? more. Now I could just be La Shells and people are like, oh yeah, that's really him. Like I don't mm-hmm. gotta lie. Like like niggas know my flow. Like they know like I'm I'm genuine. Like I'm not fake. I don't be coming all out of pocket with like with my with my lyrics and shit. It's all lit, you know, just having fun. But now you're gonna see like I'm gonna get real with the lyrics too. You know what I'm saying? And being in them different pockets.
1: Nah, I like that. And I like that you in Cali right now with this energy and you got that available studio. So right. I'm, I'm dying to hear what's coming out of that. And before we get off here, I do want to tell you, I appreciate the line. I'm going to just say you shouted me out. I know you didn't, but you did. You said, um, what'd you say? He was like the end of summer. He was like, damn, what'd you say? You said the end of the summer and we got it and, and they're ready for AC. And I was like, I appreciate what it was on. Oh. Uh, man up, on man up.
0: Oh, yep. On oh, man up.
1: I know you was talking about something else, but I was like, oh, this nigga shouted me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> summertime
0: around the corner, <laughs> nigga need that AC. <laughs> yeah, <Summertime> no, <laughs> nah, when like, I summertime around the corner, <laughs> nah, like, I- around the corner uh-huh. we gonna need that AC.
1: Yeah, (laughs) now when I heard, I know it wasn't about me, but I just wanted to say that just because that shit is funny and shit like.
0: man, people don't even know bro, I have so many double, triple entendres, it could be about you. At the end of the day, I'm happy you heard the bar. you know what Uh I'm saying, like people be skipping out on my bars, but you heard it and I appreciate that, you know what I'm
1: saying? I like like, like when niggas rap, I like rap, like rap, like when niggas got bars, so I'll be be locked in on what you be saying and shit and I pay attention. And shit, but but yeah, now nah, you got you got a lot of heat. If y'all ain't know, um, La shells with a Z out on um L A S S S H E L L Z on all streaming platforms. Man, up is fire. You got blasted. You got jungle. You got um ATM. That's there. I know it's yeah. a it's an older one, but but yeah, you said you you coming out with a lot more stuff. I'm excited. A lot, more. A lot of bars. Lot more.
2: You
1: know what I'm saying? But but yeah, man, appreciate I do appreciate it, your time coming and getting in tune with us. And, and having this interview, man. Is there anything else you want to um give to the to the fans and anybody listening where to follow you and shit like that?
0: Hey everybody, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Lost underscore Shells. Make sure you follow the Trap Art page. You know what I'm saying? Trap dot gallery. Make sure you check me out on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes. blasted it streaming right now. You know what I'm saying? About to hit like 10K on the streams. For yes. me, that's a big deal. I'm an old head. So 10K for me and a couple of like less than two months, I'm happy. So make sure y'all stream that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, um, yeah, La Shells is back. Yes, I'm sir. In LA right now, about to shoot a video out here. Shout out to my boy City Man. If it wasn't for him, bro, to be honest, I would not be here. Shout out to that man. You know what I'm saying? So, for him bringing me out here, I'm about to go crazy and bring that shit back to the town. Let's try know I'm back. Here.
1: Yes, sir. And thank you for being in tune with us. My name is AC. That's La Shells. Let's go. <laughs>